And here we are, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here in your, in your ear right now. And it's been, uh, you know, it's been, it's been a week too long or two. Yeah, I uh, didn't get to shoot an episode last week and I'll explain why here in a bit. We'll get into it here in a second. But, uh, you know, it's that time of year. It's that third quarter. And we're about to jump into September. And this is the time of year that, you know, September is that month where uh, maybe you're going outside for a little for a little fresh air, a little bit of inhale, exhale. And, and you might feel the trees around you starting to gang up on you. You might uh, you might hear a couple owls out in the distance. Ooh, 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 ooh. And you know that Halloween time starts to knock on your doorstep. You might go down to your local grocery market and start seeing all the candies, uh, uh, you know, marked up on the price tag. Or, uh, or uh, who knows, you, you might have a neighbor who's got a couple, you know, a couple skeletons on their yard, a couple you know, decorations for, uh, you know, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street or something like that. Yeah, you might run into somebody who's got a little bit of, who's got an outfit, uh, Halloween costume, we'll say, about a month early. Because there's some, you know, there's some diehards out there. I've seen them myself and... uh, I personally know a couple, and uh, you know they're like you know you got a couple Marilyn Mansons out there, but here we are, early sep, early September is creeping up on us, <sighs> sipping on a little bit of a uh, deep Eddian soda right here, Sprite. But uh, good to be here with you, fam. Got a couple things to discuss, but I want to open up with this track right here. I'm not good at goodbyes. I miss the sunshine in your eyes. Who said cowboys don't cry? Come on, baby, let's take one last ride. Carousel, if you catch my drift, we're riding around on this wagon wheel. She took me for a spin. We're riding around on this carousel, getting dizzy till we're sick. Love is like a circle, there's no easy way to end. It's too much. How's it going? Yeah, that song is called Cowboys Don't Cry. By my dude Oliver Treehouse, or just Tree. And this mic, I'm, I'm I'm studying the waves right now, and the waves are like 
freaking Pacific Ocean right now. They're pretty high. And uh, I just hate that this microphone that I'm using right now, I got two different microphones, but this one, this one uh, catches, it almost seems like it catches all the sounds that I don't want it to catch. <sighs> but anyway, you can't win them all, fam. You can't win them all. Uh, yeah, so, you know, I started off last week on the wrong foot. Uh, my uh, kickball team didn't win. My team, I didn't win. We're one team. We're a unit. And uh, after, you know, so much dedication from everybody, including myself, and we went out there and just we went, you know, we went hardcore. And, uh, man, it just, I'm not a loser. I, I just, you know, I, I could, I could lose once or twice. Uh -huh, we'll have a laugh. It's a joke. But, you know, you lose three times and okay. All right. I'm taking the backpack off. All right. We're going to get serious. And, uh, we lost again. But, I mean, we definitely had a lot of fun. And that was the first loss of the week. Uh, and you know, one of my one of my coworkers hit me up. He said, "Hey, man, it's my last week here." I was like, "Damn it, damn it, that's two losses." And uh, come come, um, what was it? Thursday, I had a, an aunt of mine pass away. Uh, my mom's sister passed away, and. Uh, it sucked, man. It sucked. But it's life. I can't, you know, I can't remain sad forever. But, you know, so that's that's kind of why I didn't shoot a podcast last week. We had to, I had to, you know, I had to just kind of be with the moms and and kind of plan my 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 escape over to Mexico for a day or two for the uh, for the burial and all that. But uh, I'm not, you know, like the title says it. I'm, a, you know, I'm not good at funerals. I'm not good at funerals, and I'm really not good at maybe expressing emotions like I should be. Like, you know, I want people to to. I'm gonna I'm gonna say people, but really I'm talking about like family, friends, close friends. Because, but I always want them to know that I'm, you know. I'm here or I'm there for them. but uh, yeah it was a it was a it was a strange trip I had to go over there and you know to begin with I wasn't even feeling well I was feeling a bit off and got a couple lower abdomen issues right now and uh, c continual issues and uh, then I go over there and I feel kind of nervous I feel a bit strange you know there's a couple a couple relatives I haven't seen and I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and say like 10 years. 10 years. And so to see them all under, you know, in a bad circumstance or in a in a sad phase of life, it just kind of feels like it shouldn't take a death for me to pull up and hang out with my Mexican cousins. But, yeah, so I feel like the nerves was getting, you know, it was getting the best of me. And uh, 
had a pool up, uh, pulled up with some of the fam over there, uh, stayed the night, and then, uh, and then Saturday, I had to go and uh, I haven't seen my mom in like two days at this point, and she was with her family and brothers and my uncles. Got a couple uncles that traveled from other states of Mexico to the to, to Eagle to Eagle Pass, basically, but it's still Mexico. And uh, it was uh, it was a very strange time for me because I just you know I just didn't wanna I didn't wanna uh, I almost felt like backing down. It just felt so weird. Like I almost chickened out of going to the funeral. It just you know I don't know how to act. You know, you you know, you're you're excited to see everybody, but at the same time, you're like, hey, this ain't no this ain't no damn celebration. This is a sad time. This is uh, you know, my aunt was already pretty much hanging out of the the Lord's doorstep for quite some time. I feel like, and and uh, it wasn't much of a surprise for me, but it kind of was because of how early it happened, kind of, but due to some like health issues and possibly some you know uh, mental health issues I feel like uh, that was the outcome and I know she's in a better place I know it because you know she you know she put herself in the Lord's hands we'll say that but uh, you know I, I, I guess one of the things that I was really that was kind of holding me back was like, you know, I got to see my mom go through this. I got to see my mom put her own sister in the grave or something like that. And I just kind of, you know, seeing my mom, who I adore to the core. I mean, she just, she's just one, one of these women who, and I know that most people say this, but I genuinely mean that my mom is super selfless. She and and she's also a Mexican mom, so she's crazy in, in in her own right. But at the same time, she's super selfless, and uh, she's just a God loving woman, and she just uh, people loving woman. As, as as long as she doesn't feel some kind of negative vibe from you, because she's one of those people who can, you know, she could. Uh, she can feel like a criminal, a criminal before we even run into them. Or she could, you know, she could sense some kind of witchcraft, some kind of, some kind of hocus pocus going on. She's kind of one of those people. She could tell you that, uh, you know, we'll be walking into the mall and she could tell you that there's someone installed three doing some kind of, uh, some kind of Ouija board type, uh, uh, some kind of Ouija board type activity. Mm-hmm. She'll tell you. She'll know it. It's wild. Not none of my business, but I mean she just kinda she's kinda like my she's kinda like my forecast for danger. But uh yeah, so having to be around mom in order to to, to bring her a little bit of comfort. Hey, I'm here for your mom. Like this is this is the very least I can do. But at the same time having having to witness her break down and just and just cry, and I mean, not just her, but my cousins, you know, I got a cousin about my age, and then a couple younger cousins, and then, uh, 
and a couple younger cousins. And I also met a couple, uh, not new cousins, but some cousins that I've seen for the first time because I just haven't been over there in a while. And when I do go, I, do, I really don't hang out with everybody. There's just a certain group that gets to see me. And, uh, yeah, so I met some of them, which was great. Fantastic little little cousins I got over there. Pretty cool. And uh, uh, met some of uh, my cousin's kids, which, you know, it's so crazy how life, you know, how, how, how quick it is and and how you know sometimes I feel like I'm not I'm not putting aside enough time to go hang out to go see somebody to go tell somebody hey to go give somebody a thumb up or something you know a little pat in the back but but I saw my cousins for the first time in, in quite some time some of my, some of my cousins for the first time in quite some time and uh, they were really glad to see me I was glad to see them you know a couple of them you know, gained a couple pounds, and, and, you know, there's no shame in that, there's a lot of good Mexican food over there, and that's just beside the point, but I just want to throw that out real quick, and, uh, yeah, man, it was just, uh, yeah, and I, so it's almost like, I, I can't, I can't go back in time in my head right now, but during, uh, during what is it called? I don't even know how funerals called because I avoid funerals like the plague. I that you know, if there's a funeral, I'm dodging it like a ball. I promise you. And the only reason I didn't dodge this one is because oh shoot, it's you know my mom's gonna be there and she's gonna be alive because I I told a couple people already like, hey when my parents go, I doubt I'll go to the funeral. And that's not that I'm an asshole or anything like that. It's simply just that. You know, a lot of people love my parents, and uh, and I just kind of feel like I don't want to be around anyone when the time comes. Nor do I want to tell somebody, "Don't come to the funeral. You're not invited." Like that seems a bit harsh and unfair. But what I can do is not show up myself and just kind of wait till you know. I I don't even know. Wait till everybody just kind of goes home or something. But yeah, I uh, you know I told myself I wouldn't cry because I'm not much of a crier. I really don't cry unless I'm. I just I'm just not much of a crier. I'll say that. But you know, after putting my aunt a couple feet under and tossing some dirt and kind of just hugging one of my cousins, you know. He started to just break down and I just kind of just kind of trying to hug him trying to just bring him a little bit of I mean I can't bring him peace but I was just trying to you know just trying to hold him because I can't really find words to describe what I'm trying to say but and uh, damn some stink some stinking some stinking you know Waves started coming out of coming out of my eye sockets, and luckily I had on some shades, so nobody saw me. I also had like a a, a childhood crush who I haven't seen in ages pull up, and you know she was there, and and it kind of just changed the tide a little bit. It's not that not that I was like 
thinking I oh that that's my you know uh you know the girl I used to crush on but she you know I haven't seen her in ages and then you know you always think oh time goes by they they got fat they got ugly whatever you know that's just kind of how how I thought about certain people but she's still looking young still looking and I just kind of felt like I kind of felt like we were still kids in a in a sense because we kind of looked the same and you know she was a she was a really cool gal and uh and I kind of feel bad because we were always you know we were close friends during childhood and 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 the reason that she never actually dated me was because she was like four years older and this was this was you know I, I must have been like 10 11 years old whatever but uh, she was one of my first crushes, and she would always turn me down. She was like, hey, I'm 15. You're, you know, 11. This ain't going to work. But um, we would hang out practically always. I'll say that because my brother dated her younger sister. And, uh, yeah, so we kind of crossed paths in a not-so-happy not so situation, and I couldn't even say hi and, you know, say, you know, hope all is well or anything like that just because, uh, because, you know, because we weren't there to, to, to hang out or, or say hi to, to, to be cheerful, I guess. We were just there to just kind of just be there for our loved ones, for our family who lost a mom or an aunt or a sister or et cetera. But, yeah, I was really bummed out and get to say hi and she, you know, I saw her looking for me at some point and I just kind of felt bad because I was already on my way out, but in a vehicle, so. But also saw a couple uncles there that I haven't seen in a while and they're doing good and uh, miss them a lot. Uh, don't really see them often, but when I do, it's always, you know, a good vibe, some good jokes and... Uh, and then came back, came back home and and uh, kind of just kind of just feeling a bit off, you know. But but I'm in a good state. I, I feel really good. I feel really happy. And uh, I feel I, yeah. I went to visit my mom. I think it was Tuesday. Uh, no Monday. I lied to you. We went Monday. Uh, visited my mom again. She's doing good. She was already cooking. And look, what is this? What is this? Look, Siri always tries to conversate with me when I'm not talking to her. Hold on. Hold that thought. Uh, yeah, so so went to visit her. She was already cooking up a storm. She was happy. Happy to see me. Happy to see uh, who also went. My sister went, you know, the kids went and she was just happy and uh, and I'm happy and I'm happy that uh, you don't necessarily move on from someone passing you just kind of cope with it and you just kind of you're kind of just happy that you got to spend some time with them or at least that's how I feel I feel like I am blessed in a sense to to be a part of someone someone else's life and, and to kind of bless them because when when she was around, I you know cook a couple steaks and stuff like that, and try to kind of bless her up and and spoil her. And uh, this is kind of how I am. Kind of like to like to cater to to family and and make them feel at home and comfortable and uh, things like that. And I'm sorry, this is kind of a boring podcast because you know, nobody wants to 
nobody wants to hear people die, but I mean, eventually, you know, we'll have to kind of deal with it and uh, in our own way. I don't know how you would deal with with a funeral, how you deal with, you know, are you good with making, you know, people connections? Are you good with making someone feel giggly or, or make somebody laugh in a sad time? And I'm just kind of like the family clown, so I try to kind of go tickle somebody. Maybe at the wrong time, but I try to bring a little bit of joy into a life or two, if I can. But that's just how, kind of how I go about things. But because I'm kind of just, you know, I hate being sad. It just drains you, you know. It's just a lot of work being sad because now you got to, you know, got to. You got to push people away and you got to tell them to kind of piss off, but in a nice way. So yeah, piss off. And, uh, and, and then you got to go tell them you're sorry when you're not so sad. So I hope that ain't you, but I hope you're doing well, fam. I hope you're doing good. Even though a couple things aren't, you know. In pristine condition, I just, I gotta definitely say I'm feeling good, I'm happy, I've been having a great week, uh, work's been going by quick, it's been uh, hella busy for you Californian folk, and uh, yeah, it's just, man, there's just a lot of drama, so I, I didn't realize this until I got home, but, but my mom was talking to me about uh, drama in disguise, you know, because because there's the sad moments that you obviously see and feel, but then there's this family drama that lurks behind, and you know, you got mama telling me, you know, I had my mom, she was telling me my uncle, my, my uncle, my mom's brother was blaming my aunt's husband for, you know, the death and and possibly her kids as well for bringing drama and just, you know, creating chaos uh, in the home, in her, her home, and in her atmosphere. And just, you know, when people go through trauma and problems and chaos and, and just all this Dr. Phil type stuff or, or, you know, something you would see on Jerry Springer, then that kind of wears and tears on your brain on your mental health and, um, uh, and, uh, and possibly like your, you know, physical health at some point, if, you know, there's kind of like physical, um, physical violence, we'll say. And, you know, you hear about everything that kind of goes on behind the scenes and, and, uh, you're like shocked. You're like, what the hell? Who, what? She did what? And, and I'm always, a, you know, when I'm finding out things about my family, I'm, I, I'm nobody to judge. I'm nobody to sit here and point fingers at somebody and say, and say, hey, you're an idiot. You're an idiot and you messed up, fam. You messed up with the with aunt. Because we all mess up. You know, we all got family, family drama. We got history. And a lot of that, you know, is always buried under the carpet because no one's trying to expose all that. But, you know, when someone passes and, you know, rumors start to, uh, to kind of 
surface, and there's a lot of speculation, and there's like a lot of, uh, you know, we're talking about Latina women. There's a lot of chisme. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't act like you don't. And a lot of women like this. So a lot of Latina women, Mexican women, they like that chisme. And that's really just kind of gossip. That's what it is. Um, but, yeah, it's a wild time. This is, you know, this is, uh, this is uh, 2022. So things are a little different now. It's a different time. It's a different place. But I remember back when I was, uh, I remember back when I was a kid, uh, there was no, there was no such thing as phones and, you know, people had, you know, house phones and, and the, the rumors of a death was kind of slow to spread out. You know, it was kind of like, uh, it was kind of like you had to read it in the paper, assuming you got it. Uh, you wouldn't know about someone passing unless, you know, you had the news, you know, if, if the weather was bad you wouldn't know about it because the newsboy didn't come and throw a piece of news on your front doorstep. And now you got, you know, you got Facebook market, you got Craigslist, you got Twitter. And now, you know, it's a lot easier for people to communicate and tell each other, Hey, uh, uh, your uncle Jeffrey passed away. Hey, your neighbor passed away. Hey, uh, Hey Gerald. Your great, uh, your godfather, he, he, you know, he went to visit the Lord permanently or Satan or Satan. I'm going to say that because it's just, I don't, uh, oh no, man. Oh man, this ain't good. Uh, this ain't good. But yeah, uh, like I was saying, uh, back when I was younger, it it was it was almost shocking when you found out because you didn't you didn't know how much time had gone had passed by since the death because I don't even think they used calendars back then I don't mean I, you know back when I was like you know three years old four years old I remember this one time that I think two weeks had passed and then and then my dad found out that one of his aunts had passed away. And that's simply because there was there was a house phone, but but there was like no caller ID. You, I mean, if you weren't home at the time of the call, then you wouldn't know because there wasn't like a you you couldn't even there wasn't even a mailbox. I think you couldn't even leave a voicemail, and and your phone obviously isn't going to tell you you had three missed calls because they weren't like those digital phones. They were like those ones that you hang up on the wall, kind of. I don't know what those are called. I'm not that old. But, yeah, I'm like, yo, this is wild. How, how, how do you... How can you live with yourself, you know? When, you know, when I first started dating, I would, uh, I would stick around the phone. I would hang around the phone often in hopes that, that the gal I was dating would call me. And then I would just kind of pretend like I had a business next to the phone. And that's just kind of, kind of how kind of how it was for me as a young old buck, you know, thinking he thinking he had everything figured out. I would, you know, kind of 
you know, dig a hole under the under the 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 foam slaughter. I would like, you know, grab a broom or you know, maybe like a like a a, a durometer. No, sorry, that's not what I'm trying to say. Uh, a level and make sure that the floor was level right under the foam. And my parents would be like, what are you doing there, son? What are you doing there, kiddo? And I would just, you know, come up with some dumb excuse like, oh, I'm just making sure the floors are level. So uh, making sure we got no structural home, you know, issues or something like that. And they would be like, huh, kind of odd for a kid to be doing that, but or a teenager or a but that's just how, you know, just kind of kind of how things were for me back in the day. And uh, I would always be expecting a phone call that at times never, you know, came through. But it's a different time. It's a different time, baby. It's a different place. Now we got them, you know, we got them pocket computers and we could, you know, thing, things that, you know, my 13-year-old self never thought he would ever see in his life and now we can just access we can order we can call we can ship we can command we can you know you know we can we can catfish somebody you, you couldn't catfish nobody back in the day because uh well because in order to, to talk to somebody you would have to you know you would have to be in front of their face and you couldn't really catfish nobody because, you know, it would be obvious. You would have a mask on. That's the only way you could do it. And, and you would tell somebody, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm sexy looking under this mask. But then they would say, you know, take it off. And then joke's over. But now, with this ultimate pocket-sized device, uh, and this device that, that, that we have... Uh, we can we can do pretty much anything we can do anything and uh and we just we're just, it's just it's just a different time i just can't believe that that with this phone i could do the, the possibilities are endless and i'm just really grateful to see all this unfold right before my eyes and kind of just be a part of this time of of age and uh, I'm sorry, <clears throat> this beverage is so good. Mm. And uh, just kind of just acknowledge the fact that we don't have to go through these, you know, through these almost lifelong adventures just to find out what's going on in the world we we can learn instantly you know we just learned that you know president biden's forgiving student debt how oh snapchat oh how uh apple news how uh google news uh cell phone at&t whatever you name it and that's how we know but back then it's like do what he did huh how, how do you know? Well, well, uh, Gerald told me, and, and his cousin told him, and, and she read it off of the newspaper that was printed out two months ago. 
Huh? That's just wild to me, fam. That's just cray-cray, but I can't, you know, the only thing we can do now is just be grateful and just kind of just enjoy the ride and kind of just take advantage of all the uh, the communications we got because now, you know, you... you 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 got no excuse for not reaching out to your to your family. You got no excuse to not reach out to your friends. I mean, yeah, call somebody right now and tell them, hey, I miss you. I miss seeing your face. I miss smelling that that you know that mm, that good smelling cologne you always throw on, amigo. You know that that. Uh, that Calvin Klein, or whatever, or that, uh, you know, that Valentino, that woman fragrance, or whatever you like smelling. And, uh, and, and look at me here, we, we're on a podcast, and we could, you know, I could just jump on this computer, record, I got a couple, couple pieces of technology that allow me to do this. You know, we got uh, Amber Alerts coming into our phones constantly, making us aware about crime that's happening potentially around your area and, uh, you know, around you and around maybe uh, a loved one, someone nearby. And that's just awfully awfully cool and I'm just kind of grateful to be here and uh, in this time of age and... And uh, I just want to tell you that I miss you guys and I love you and I appreciate the love. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm going to cut this short. Is it short? I don't even know. But got a couple plans for tomorrow. Uh, probably going to leave the house here in a second, although it's really late. But we got to do it, man. We got to get out of here. We got things to do. And also... We got some we got some great rain, which I'm really grateful for. And shout out to the fam. Shout out to my homeboy. A couple of my homeboys that hit me up. A couple of uh, the homeboys I've been hanging out with. Shout out to the, you know. I don't want to mention names because that, you know, if I mention names, people will know. But I want to just say that uh, appreciate you tuning in. And I appreciate everybody that's been downloading because I never... Personally, I never download any episodes, which I should, but but I always listen to so many episodes of different podcasts, and uh, a lot of people have been have been you know making me feel loved and stuff, and just kind of downloading these episodes and all that, which I greatly appreciate, and that's really good for me. And I've seen stats just skyrocket up ever since. You know, ever since, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know that much. But I appreciate the love so much. You guys are badass. I love you guys. Uh, shout out to all my homeboys, my brothers, my day ones, the ones that tune in, the ones that always reach out and say, hey, I, I, dude, I heard your podcast and it was stupid, but I, I love you anyway. <laughs> I love you back, fam. And uh, actually, no one's ever said it was stupid, but I appreciate the love, really. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, I promise you guys next week we got to come back. I'll be back with some super positive energy and we'll, you know, 
Uh, I think I will have a guest next week. Yeah, yeah, I got a, I got a guest lined up, and hopefully, we get that, we get that episode in. And I take nothing for granted, so I'm not, it's not set in stone. But the yes is set in stone. But the fact that we'll be alive, or the, the thought that we'll be alive, the idea that you know, which, the assumption that we'll be here in front of these mics. I don't want to just assume that that I'm going to drive safely and everything's going to be chill and there's going to be no accidents, like anything like that, because I don't take life for granted. I take it one day at a time and, you know, I'm grateful for it and, uh, and thank you Lord for it. So, uh, we'll see you next week, fam. And, uh, stay tuned and make sure to hit that, you know, make sure to hit that five star button, make sure to subscribe or whatever it is you do on Spotify. And then, uh, yeah, just keep downloading the episodes. Kind of gives me a, a a perspective of of uh, how much uh, how much is going on in my channel. Kind of gives me like a a point of view. So appreciate you guys, and we'll see you later, fam. Adios, con arroz.